0: the first thing was the i i am not a person who remembers his dreams or or if i I do i do so very infrequently and they're there it's usually gone in the first five minutes after i wake up it's like oh that was funny i you know um i saw my uncle you know um way out. started having about about two or three weeks into into starting the record so still still recording and doing all that instrumental recording and everything yeah so the tracks hadn't even been sequenced I started getting really vivid dreams about the the story and I started hearing the music in these dreams. Two or three two or three dreams a night, I would completely wake up from the dream with perfect recall of everything the dream had been about everything i heard what i smelled what i saw where i was who i was with two or three times a night i barely slept uh, obviously i did sleep because i would get once i would get back to sleep i would immediately go into another dream and then wake up and sometimes it, it felt in the dream like, you know, something that had taken an hour or two hours. And I would wake up and it would be 15 minutes later. Mm-hmm. That, that started almost immediately. Like I said, one first first, second week of work. part I knew going into it that I was going to you know that there was a certain sample base that I was going to use so I was collecting these water samples and from various places I was getting these electronic voice phenomena samples And, you know, I don't know if you've ever listened to them before, or or if the listeners are not familiar with them, but it's basically, it's a lot of white noise, or pink noise, and suddenly, in the midst of this static, there's usually speech. 99% of them are human speech, or, or... Considered to be some variant of human speech. Sometimes you'll hear other things footsteps, uh, things falling, uh, sounds of. I mean, I think there's some out there with like sounds of gunshots, you know? Mm -hmm. And. So I was collecting these and uh, they're a bitch to listen to, particularly late at night, which is when I was doing yeah. most of my work on the record. They are unsettling, <laughs> regardless if they're fake or what, I mean, like, it's unsettling. Listening to static alone, I mean, your brain is trying to make sense of it. So you're also combating the fact that your brain is actively trying to find what it is that you're trying to hear. Right. So you do the pattern seek. You do the pattern seeking behavior. You know. So I'm collecting these, and I've got literally. I, I'd be surprised. I'm, I'm probably have 50 that I'm going through and listening to they vary in length from a couple of minutes to a couple of hours long and I'm listening to every single one all the way through multiple times and it it starts. you know I'm having these dreams every night I'm not sleeping very well it's very odd Um, the machines are talking back so you know when I when I finally get some time to sit down it would be discover what the new what the new what the machines had decided to do on my days off Mm -hmm. so it 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 was this constant constant one thing after another barrage of of events and, and ideas and about the time that i finished the second track the first track um uses a lot of um, samples of uh, sonar pings, and there's some electric guitar feedback and, and, and incorporated with like sonar pings and other nautical um, samples. The second one is the water track. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was probably the 20 something tracks long to, to piece that thing together. It was a little, huge amount of production. About the time that I started tracking that, the dreams started getting more and more malevolent. Um, When the dreams first started, it was like I was just a fly on the wall and I was observing these things and I was hearing these things. And they were creepy, but it wasn't directed towards me. Um, Now... I was there and there was something else there and it was coming to get me hmm. um, and so they became very they became those pursuit dreams that everybody has you know you're ru- you're like, running and something's chasing you and you can't see what it is. Um, they started to take that tack around the time that I started doing the water production. Um, and I would wake up, and invariably the dreams ended the same way, me ending up in the water. The only way to get, to get away from this thing, from the shadow, um, was to jump into water, dark water that you can't see the bottom. It, and were you jumping off a ship, or do you not? Know I couldn't it? really tell. the the point of view of the the point of view of the dreams was very much my point of view. So I could only really see the, you know, the what I could turn my head and see. And so right. I, I, n- I never really saw anything. I I, I saw maybe some things that um, would indicate that I was on the ship from my story. Um, okay. but I also saw some things that would indicate that I wasn't I saw my childhood bedroom for example um, uh, in, in one of the dreams so it wasn't consistent when, when it started taking on this malevolent tack, like I said I would wake up several times a night and every time I woke up, I woke up feeling like I was, like I couldn't breathe. Hmm. And I again, you know, my my answer to everything is, oh, let's research that. Um, <laughs> because I'm an idiot. Uh, um, the uh, most people would be <laughs> like, okay, not making this record. Um, uh, not me. So I I literally I literally pulled open a search engine and typed in feeling like you're drowning. And read or or maybe dreaming that you're drowning or waking up waking up from dream drowning and you know, some combination of of search words keywords. And mm-hmm. um one of the most interesting things that I read was was uh the uh, late foreign correspondent and, and journalist uh, Christopher Hitchens uh who did yeah. who did this piece for uh Vanity Fair magazine where they they had him waterboarded Apparently I mean a, a, Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah apparently yeah it's a pretty famous article he you know there was some argument back and forth in the political amongst political journalists about whether or not you know is this torture should you know should are we doing this should we as America be doing this to our terrorist enemies or whoever our enemies were that day and you know Hitchens is like well we'll find it was one way to find out So his editor was like, well, do you want to be waterboarded? And he's like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And this is kind of a long digre- digression, but I think I, I think it's important. You know, they, they I think there's this kind of cadre of former naval intelligence people, SEALs, or, or whatever they're called, who train people how to do use these interrogation techniques, these kind of vaguely legal interrogation techniques. And so he, he was put in touch with them, and they actually kidnapped him from his hotel and blindfolded him, put him in a room, and proceeded to waterboard him. You can see all of this on YouTube. Go to YouTube and type in Christopher Hitchens Waterboarded, you can watch the entire thing. It's less than a 14 minute video. And was that part of his piece that he was writing was to have that video done? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. the whole thing, he wanted the whole thing videotaped. So you can see him in the blindfold on the stretcher and then actually being waterboarded. They take, they take a huge amount of safety precautions with him. Before they start the process, but what I found most interesting, and what what had come up as a result of my Google search, was that until the end of his life, uh, Hitchens died of cancer. I think in 2012. Oh gosh, 12. It's it's around there. Yeah. It, it, it was. Yeah, because I remember I wrote a. I wrote a review of his last book, Mortality, right after he died. Yeah, yeah. yeah about having cancer. Yeah, no, a, yeah, yep. he's a. I mean, this has made. I was interested in Christopher Hitchens when I was in college, um, when he was writing for the Nation. That, that that's how I knew him, and and um, I hadn't really read his books. I have now. He said that after the after going through the waterboarding process and he was convinced by the way that it was torture. He's like just after doing it, believe me it's torture. And I believe that was the title of his article when it came out in Van- Vanity Fair was Trust Me, It's Torture. Mm-hmm. And it, for for the for the rest of his life, he had dreams of being drowned. And he would wake up with the same physical effects that I, I was having. Like he, he, he couldn't breathe, he had to get up, he would have some water, calm down, go back to sleep. But that mm-hmm. plagued him for the rest of his life. And it, it just really drove home the potential psychosomatic effects of when you're immersing yourself in this. I mean, you know, when you're when you're doing, you know, obviously I wasn't waterboarding myself, but I was thinking a lot about, I was thinking a lot about drowning. I was listening to a lot of stuff that had to do with drowning, being drowned, what sounds can simulate that, you know, the third track, the mysteriously slowed down track. You know, I played that for somebody after that happened, after I discovered that it had been slowed down to these enormous d- degrees. I, I still don't know how, how what percentage it, it's been slowed down and haven't been able to recreate the original track. I played it for somebody on headphones and I'm just trying to, you know, I'm I'm being the enthusiastic, musician, right? You know, I'm like, you know, tell me, you know, do you do yeah. you like this? You know, do you hear where the drums come in? You know, and everything like that. Unbeknownst to me, the person who was sitting there listening in this you know, literally two feet from me in a chair listening to it to on headphones, she was turning green. It literally made her ill. And she's like, I can't you know, she kind of, after a while, you know, two, three minutes in to a, you know, eight, nine minute track, she tore off the headphones and said, I can't, I can't do anymore. And, and then proceeded to, you know, vomit in my guest bathroom.